You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. stealing words from people. You know, I see this so often online. And so we've talked a little bit about it at times, like here and there. And I think I was even like, you know, at some point I want to do like a whole like longer post about this because you and I both um, teach new entrepreneurs. And so something that kind of always comes up, I find that there's like two camps. There's the camp that kind of thinks it's okay because they're going, well, it's, you know, this is online and everyone knows this, or they just kind of don't see it as an issue. We're talking about plagiarism, by the way. And then we have this other camp, and this is mostly what my girls, they're so worried that they're going to accidentally rip off someone's content because they are heavily influenced by someone who, you know, they've been following in the space for a long time and maybe they've gone through certifications or maybe they've read every single blog of somebody's and they even kind of talk like them. And so when it comes to plagiarism online, it is completely rampant. There is, uh, it's so common. And I want to talk about why people, because I'm like, I don't think people think this is okay. Like at the end of the day, I think they probably know there's something wrong with it. But because it's just words online and it's not like maybe in a book or it's not, you know, like etched into someone's skin or something that they think it's okay to kind of take it or maybe they think they're under the radar enough that it's okay. So what's your take when you see this kind of stuff? What do you think is going through the mind of that person? Gosh, I think, honestly, I think people know, you know, in school and maybe, maybe this was just my school, but I think this is across all schools plagiarism was like you could get expelled for plagiarizing i know for sure in college i don't remember so much in high school but there was a big deal made out of it out of taking someone's content and now and i haven't been to school for a long time pre-internet but my boyfriend he's younger than me and he said that their teachers would put their stuff through like um some kind of a software that would be able to tell if those exact words were used somewhere else because you could just copy and paste stuff right like I remember thinking when the internet came around after I graduated I was like dang I could have just copied and pasted my research papers and like taken a line here taking a line there and he's I think that's how we brought this up and he goes no 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 um the teachers would put it through this software and I was like oh shoot so like that's a really great idea (laughs) 
So I think people do know. Now, whether or not they don't think it's a big deal, I mean, I guess that goes to into your own moral compass. And maybe sometimes people go, well, it's just a blog or it's just an opinion and I could share it. But for me and anyone who's ever had it happen to them, it feels just off-putting. I don't even know what the word is. You're just like, wait, I recognize those words. I it feels shocking, actually. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it always feels shocking. I'm like, wait, what? You're, yeah. you're like, this looks familiar. Wait, because I said this. And in a way, you almost feel gaslit. Like, maybe I didn't say this first. Maybe I didn't <laughs> come up with this. And there was this one in particular. I had Find the Money Project back in 2015. I started it. And a girl um, who was in my group DM'd me on Facebook and she goes, Hey, do you know this girl? So-and-so, I don't know what her name was. Let's just say it's Amanda. I don't remember what it was. And I said, no, I've never heard of her. Why? She goes, Oh, she's doing something. It sounds really similar to yours. And I said, Oh, interesting. And then she sent me, um, her Facebook group and it said, find my money project. And I thought kind of nothing of it. Like, huh, that's funny, but whatever. Sometimes people think of things similar. And then she said, well, this is one of her posts in the group. And she posted this thing that I had written. And specifically, I wrote about how I would eat eggs in the morning and oatmeal and my husband would eat eggs and cream of wheat. And she just changed it to, I will eat eggs and toast and my husband will eat eggs and frosted flakes. But all the words in between were exactly the same. She just changed the food. And I was like, no. And I think this is the piece, maybe some people think it's not plagiarism if they just change one or two words, but you can't take someone's story of their actual family (laughs) and then swap out some foods and say that it's yours. And so another one of my friends jumped into her Facebook group and found like every single email I had written, she copied nearly word for word, except she changed one or two things. And this is where I think we go a little bit wrong is maybe if you just change one or two words, it's yours, but that is not how it works. You know, I think that when people get into the space, so this is pretty much only, I would say, applicable to you if you are some sort of, like, I don't want to use the word influencer, but influencer, content creator, someone who writes words on the internet and potentially gets paid money for this, right? So social media content, blog content, email marketing content, etc. Now, I think a lot of people who are excited to do this, especially if you have a personal brand like Danny and I, where people actually connect with you, that oftentimes we tend to be really influenced by someone. Maybe that's the reason we got into the space. Maybe we had some sort of transformation ourselves. Like, so for example, this story that Danny was telling, that woman might have had her own transformation around money and felt so just excited about Danny's content because it really impacted her that she was like, I can't say it any better than Danny. So I'm just going to use her words. So I know for a fact this has happened quite a bit with me. Actually, I was really shocked the first time it happened because, you know, when you're getting started, you like don't really know that you're good. So as soon as I started getting ripped off, I was like, oh, damn, I must be good. Because there's like something about like, okay, because that's the thing. And I have a lot of entrepreneur clients who are like, so-and-so, I, you know, this person ripped me off or this person. I'm like, good. That means that you're doing really good content. Because if your content was shit, no one would try and rip it off, right? It obviously resonated strongly, especially with something like Moderation 365. When it, that content started coming out in like 2013, 2012, it was really new. That was in the time where people were doing, if it fits your macros, 
flexible dieting, competition prep, like kind of all that kind of stuff. And moderation was really new. And I mean, it's not a new concept, obviously, but the way we put it together was really new. And so a lot of people were kind of stealing word for word, the concepts, the phrases. And here's what's really interesting is I actually have, I have um, Google alerts on Google. So I don't know if you guys know that you can do this, but if you can set a Google alert, it's 100% free for certain words, certain phrases. So I have one for my name. I have one for Jill Fit. And I also have some set up for my proprietary work, like intermittent sampling, like that's not a thing. I literally made that shit up off the top of my head, preemptive cheats, right? All these kind of like words that you create yourself and you can actually set up Google or so I see when people are using these things and it's fine, but you should reference the person or the idea where you got it. So for example, maybe you're just so excited and you love this person's content so much, like that woman loved Danny's content or people have loved the moderation content, and they just go, I can't say it any better. And you probably can't yet because you're new. So you're probably going to sound like the people who influenced you. And Danny and I both have at times sounded like the people who influenced us as well. But at some point, you have to get out of that and grow into your own voice. And in my experience, that takes some time and it takes effort to become a good content creator. And I'll just say this and I'll, I'll toss it to you. Last piece about that is, what we do, like writing content online, it's a skill. It's just because it's words and it sounds, it comes out really great. Oftentimes people think, well, it's just common sense. Everyone knows it. Like putting together thoughtful posts that make people think and make people and actually transform lives, like that is a skill. It's not just common sense. I think oftentimes, and it's funny, that very first person who uh, plagiarizing was actually a huge influencer in Australia. So she had a huge Australian um, uh, following. And I think she just thought, well, I'm Australian. So like, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's not going to make it overseas or whatever. And I was shocked to see that this person had a huge following was word for word pulling my content. I actually, um, I approached her about it and I confronted her and she just goes, well, this, we're all saying this stuff. It's just all, it's all shared content and then blocked me. And I was like, what? That makes no sense to me. And she literally just blocked me. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. And so I, mean, I've, I have at times confronted other people and then other people I haven't confronted. So I'd be interested in like kind of what you think, because I never see this with successful people, by the way. I never, ever see this with successful people. I see this with people who are on the, on the come up and think that I think that they can fly under the radar. What's your take? Mm. Okay, first off, my mouth dropped when she when you said she just blocked you. That is just not the way. Not the she way. Goes, oh, we all just we all share content. That's what you said. We all share content. I was like, what no, you no, 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 no. We don't share content like that. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that it's so easy to just attribute something. Just, hey, my friend Jill Coleman says dot 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 dot, or you know, metabolic effect has said this thing, or Danny J has said this, and it doesn't take away credibility from you that you didn't say it. In fact, that is what I did a lot at the beginning with the Sweaty Betty's was I shared a bunch of different people's ideas because for me, the Sweaty Betty's philosophy was find what works for you. There's no one right way for dieting for exercise because at the time there was so much of like CrossFit was so aggressive and Paleo was so aggressive, and then the opposite, like Zumba people were like, no, this is the way. And so I would present different ideas from different people and say, um, 
check out this article from Metabolic Effect. Check out this article from Jill Coleman. And it didn't make it look like I was an idiot because I didn't write the article. In fact, people came to me as someone who would curate those people. It's like people go to Oprah, not because she has all the ideas, she brings in the experts. And so if Oprah recommends someone, they trust her. So you can be a person that recommends really great content and people will trust you more. Now, if you're copying the content, it's going to do the opposite effect. And when it's found out, which it may or may not, but you're always going to know and you're always going to feel like a fraud. And I feel like if you have imposter syndrome and you don't feel like you're doing enough, you are not going to reach the levels of success because you know deep down that you are an imposter and you are faking it and using someone else's stuff. So back to what you were saying, um, were you saying about um, confronting them? What was your what was your question? Yeah, so, well, I love what you said about you know, like attributing the work because yeah. I do think that that is the reason why most people don't attribute because they go, well, it's not mine. So first of all, are all my followers going to go to that person? First of all, they're not going to. Like they love you. They trust you. They're already there. They're not yeah. going anywhere. And it also makes you look even smarter because look at all the in, the information that you're curating for your audience. To me, that is a competency trigger in and of itself. You've gone and you found these amazing things to curate and bring them in. And the last part of it is the person whose work you're sharing will respect the fuck out of you. Like I yep. always respect so much and that person is on my radar when I see them tagging my concepts or quoting me. I don't think, oh, this is like a fangirl or whatever. I'm just like, yeah, this person. And then they add their own tidbit to it, right? And then they talk to their own audience and I'm like, okay, this person is fucking legit. To your point, the opposite is true. I have come across a lot of my content. Most of it, I don't actually come across. Most, mostly people DM me and be like, hey, just so you know, this post exactly yours from last week or whatever. Like I get a lot of those kind of DMs. So I don't see it a lot, but other people see it and then they send it to me and show me. And I think, and the opposite is true. Literally that person, I hate to say it, but they're fucking blackballed. Like they just are. So in this industry, it's huge, but it's also pretty small. At least like the content creator space is pretty small. So I tell Danny about it. Like our friend Nagar has sent me stuff before. And like, we talk about this stuff and I'm not saying we're like at the top of the food chain, but like it does get around and you're like, oh, isn't that the person who took your stuff? And it's like, yes. And that's a conversation that is have is happening among content creators because that shit is not cool. And so I'd be interested in like what you've done in the past when you've like, for that example, that woman in that Facebook group, did you confront her other people that you've seen rip your content off? What do you do? Yeah. I've it's a hard thing, right? Cause you're like, I don't want to be petty but then also it's fucking illegal. So yeah. <laughs> well, it's so interesting and I think it's um, personal and it depends. So for this person in particular, I did confront her because she was trying to create a program and make money. Um, you know, if it was like a post, I might just, it, de it really depends, you know, but if it's someone where you're making money and they're taking your content to also try to make money, that is crossing a huge line for me. So I did send her a message. I didn't know what to do. I was going back and, with, and forth with friends. Like, what do I say? And of course I sent her a message saying that I was going to send her a cease and desist letter, which was funny because honestly I had no lawyer and I didn't even know what that meant, but I figured it was enough to scare her. So she deleted it. And I think she also blocked me as well. If I can remember, I know for sure she took everything down and just, she never responded. And I, wanted a response but at the same time i was like that's fine all i needed was that stuff to be taken down delete the group take that all away now i remember 
a friend of mine who was very new YouTuber. She's huge on YouTube now, but she was super new back in 2012. And there was a, a writer, like copywriter, who was kind of big because the blogging space was big back then. And she, she basically did take this other woman's idea and created her own thing. And it was, it was also making money. So this woman who was the copywriter had something called like, buy me a drink. And it was where you can pick her brain and pay a certain amount of money to get on a call with her. So my friend did one called like, buy me coffee. And it was the same thing. And it looked like she took the copy, sales copy, put it on her website and only changed basically like the word coffee and a few other little things. Now, I saw this bigger influencer blast her on Facebook. She never dropped her name, but then in the comments, people dropped who it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my friend. Holy crap. And this woman blasted her. She said how terrible it was. And then she commented that the girl blamed her VA, which could have been true or not. Um, you know, I think it's an easy way to blame someone who's not you, but who knows. Um, but I saw her blast her and I remember thinking, I don't think I could ever do that. I don't think I would put someone on blast publicly that way. And now that's been eight years ago, I'm not sure if I would not put them in blast now. It's, it's not totally my style. And I don't think I necessarily would, especially because this person was below her. Um, if it was maybe somebody above that everyone looked up to, maybe I would do it. I don't know. I, but I think, I think it's usually best to be handled privately unless they're, I don't know, I don't, in some way, unless they deserve it or something. But for <laughs> me, I think that a private message and a conversation could be handled like that versus putting people on blast. But I've seen it. I've seen people put on blast and I'm like, whoa. And it did make me question my friend a little bit. It was like, yo, you know better. You should know better. So I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I love that. And I think it really is kind of a nuanced thing. So it's interesting because a couple of times, so if it's word for word, your work, there's no question that this person stole your content, right? But I can tell you this, there are seasons in this industry. So just like 90s clothing is kind of coming back right now, like stuff gets recycled all the time in this space. And there is kind of an energetic collective to what's going on because it's social media. So if you're a content creator and you happen to see someone's content and this always happens and you're like, that sounds like that person knows me. And maybe it's someone in your local area. That's how it always starts. It's someone in your local area who, you know, has, men has talked to you before. And then all of a sudden, their content seems very similar to yours. And you know that you're not copying them. But here's the thing. Their words aren't exactly the same. So I would not assume, I would not call that plagiarism. What I would do in an instance like that is I'd reach out and say, hey, so-and-so, you know, just wanted to run something by you. Like, don't assume. I would say, hey, I just want to run something by you. Your content is sounding super similar to mine. And lately, and that's cool, especially if you feel like you've been influenced by my work or whatever. But I just want to make sure that like, we know that there are kind of lines in the sand between both of our content. So it's not, I don't feel like you're kind of commandeering my content, but I'd be happy to have a conversation about that. That's how I would handle that situation. I have been on the opposite side of that. I've been the person that people have been like, you're copying me. And I was like, I don't even fucking know you. And I wasn't copying because it wasn't word for word, but it was like something like a system or a framework, right? So the three E's of X, Y, and Z, which that's like not, that's like commodity, right? That's not a proprietary system. It's three S's or the three, whatever. And someone literally reached out to me and was like, Jill, you 
you must have seen my work. Like I had the three E's as well. And I was like, no, I never saw it. And also the three E's, they're not even the same words. Like we're not, they're not even the actual same three E's, right? So there's something that like, so that's why I don't always jump down someone's throat. If the content is similar, I wouldn't assume that they just are copying, but I would inquire if you're feeling threatened. And I recently received a cease and desist letter for someone who had a similar concept to me Come to find out I was actually using my version of it earlier, like from a chronological perspective, I was actually using it online earlier, but they assumed that I was infringing on their content. And it wasn't the case. I actually didn't even know that company. I didn't even know that, that brand. Um, so I did receive a cease and desist and that is, and it, there was a rebuttal in place and we don't know what's going to happen with that. It could turn into legal action. I don't know. Um, but that always is confusing because I'm going, I certainly don't even know who you are. So it's weird to me that you're thinking I'm copying you. So I do, I've been on both sides. Mm -hmm. I have never actually copied someone so that they, no one would actually have a case. But in my experience, I've done both things that you've mentioned. I have reached out privately and nine times out of 10, the person is extremely embarrassed and they blame their assistant. It does happen multiple times. Oh my God, Jill, I'm so sorry. My assistant, you know, just must have, she was founded and she must have put it up there. I'm so sorry. I'll take it down. 1%, so that's nine out of 10 times. The one out of 10 times, it's like that, that Australian chick who just blocked me, right? <laughs> and just thinks it's okay. So most people will be embarrassed. They will be um, I mean, it's hard, right? Because you want to, you get defensive because you, you know you did something wrong, right? So when come, someone confronts you, you know you did something wrong. So like the yeah. immediate thing is to like lash out back at the person when like in reality, just sit with it and ask yourself like, yeah, why, why did I copy this? Can I see what's wrong with this? And instead, how can I just get better? And, and that's a practice. I know that's frustrating because you want to be there already. Communication is a, it's a skill, right? Mm -hmm. Writing is a skill. Communication is a skill. And you have to work up to that. I know very few people who are just innately good communicators. So in order to get there, you do need reps. But don't assume that you're going to fly out of the radar because that is a recipe for not being successful. <laughs> You've already yes. you have a, a built-in ceiling that you're giving yourself. I like that you brought up the kind of collective and things I, there, that book by Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic kind of talks about that where someone's given an idea and if they don't act on it, other people are given an idea and maybe multiple get, people are given the same idea. And this has happened. And I'm sure a lot of us have thought of a, an invention or an idea. We're like, man, that would be so cool. And then six months later, you see the thing. Yeah, laying in bed with my ex when I was competing, I was like, there should be a cooler that you could put all of your meals in because we were competing in six, six meals a day. And I was like, and I started look up Igloo and I was like, how could you make this? And I was really going down the rabbit hole. And then the Olympia, literally three or four months later, there was this big booth of called six pack bags and it was a cooler that you could put all your six things in and we just looked at each other going we thought of that <laughs> obviously we thought of it later because they already had it made and so there's so many things like that and like jill's content she started this earlier someone else thought of something that they think was similar later and they said she copied and she's like i don't even know who you are so i mean literally i had no idea the six pack bag was being worked on and made. And so I think it's important to also know that, like what you said, is we don't want to first make the assumption and jump down their throat that they're copying us. Now, that was actually the first thing, I, even though with that girl I talked about, even though I looked at those words and was like, this is my story, I still gave her the benefit of the doubt, but I went to my email service provider 
typed in her name and she had opened every one of my 14 Find the Money Project Challenge emails. So I knew for sure she was on my email list and opened every single email. I was like, okay, verified. She's on my list. She's copying everything. Um, but I think it is important. You know, maybe they're not following you. Maybe they don't know. And so I do think we have to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially if it's not word for word or verbatim. And, you know, it's something interesting too um, when you said about talking to people. So this just happened the other day, yesterday, actually. Um, it's so small and it wasn't a big deal, but it was a big enough deal that I sent a note to Jill about it. I changed my Instagram bio a couple weeks ago and I just made a little sentence, and it, but it was very specific. And a person who's in my circle, and I know she sees my content, she made a long post and just took a little snippet out of that bio. She changed one word. But I just looked at it and I was like, hmm. So I screenshot it to Jill and I also showed the date that I changed mine. And then this was, you know, almost a month later. And to me, it just shifted my perspective of her because she could have simply said, and my friend Danny J said this and just put the snippet. And she didn't. And it made it sound like hers. And like, again, I wouldn't say anything because it was so small and it's not proprietary. And it was actually just a very silly thing to say. But it did make me go, why? You know, why didn't you just I don't know. It just was very interesting to me. And so we pay attention and we watch that stuff. And again, back to would you confront them? If it's a post, it's not making money. It's not a sales page. Like sales page is a big deal to me because a lot of people will hire a copywriter. They made if they might have paid hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for that copy. And you swipe that copy. That's a big deal. I mean, that's kind of BS because someone worked really hard on that one or two paid for it paid for someone to work really hard on it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just not cool. It's not cool. You know, it's one of those things where, um, online, and this is why we're kind of making a big deal of this. And I also want to talk about like the flip side of this about like being in abundance and like, do, should we even get bogged down in something like this that feels kind of petty, but you realize like with Danny and I and other people, maybe you're listening to this and you also do online business, our words are our brand right? Our words, our videos, our photos, that's our IP. That's literally how we make money. Like I'm not selling t-shirts, right? We're not selling physical goods. We're selling ideas. We're selling strategies. We're selling tools. We're selling, um, you know, systems that people can actually implement to change their life, whether that's in business or fitness or nutrition or whatever. And so there's a lot of time and effort and thought that goes into creating those systems. And oftentimes, and you know, my ex-husband, Jade Tita, you guys, he's been on the podcast a couple of times, that dude's a fucking genius when it comes to ideas. Like he's the person I would go to if I was like, uh, how do I come up with great ideas? Because he's someone who can put together frameworks and the frameworks seem so simple that they almost seem like, it's funny because we used to do these live training, like live metabolic effect uh, certifications where we'd travel to gyms, and we would teach instructors how to do the metabolic effect certification, teach that class. And without fail, every single time, some one of the trainers that we just met at that gym would go, my God, this is so good. I can't believe I didn't think of this. And I remember Jade would just go to me like, yeah, but you didn't because it feels so simple. It's so, but that's the genius, right? The genius of Jade is like, after the fact, you're like, of course, but you have to arrive at that simplicity. 
So if your shit is so uh, convoluted and complicated, believe me, no one's copying that shit. It doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're like nutrition theory is like 20 rules that like if this, then that, and like it's super complicated, no one is going to be copying it. But if you are so good and you have the content and the, the material mastered so well that you're able to simplify it, and that makes it sticky to the average person. It's really understandable. I can do this. That's when it's going to get ripped off. And realize that that's a skill. If you're new, your content's probably not going to be that tight. But over time, it will get polished and it will get refined and it will get simpler because simple is what's implementable. That's what's really going to be impactful for people. So IP is how we make money. And that's why this is a big deal. And it's just on principle. It's not like I'm looking at someone who, you know, has a tiny audience and is copying my post and being like, they're taking business from me. Like, fuck that. That's it's not about that. And it wouldn't, it's not even about like business size. It's honestly on principle to me. It is important because this is how we make money. This is like a skill that we've honed over years. But Every once in a while, we get someone in the spiritual community who goes, well, you know, I mean, why even get bogged down with it? Because abundance, there's enough for everybody. What do you think about that? (laughs) I believe in abundance and I believe there is enough for everybody. And I also believe do your own shit, right? Um, I think this is the I think the person who copies is coming from a lack mindset because they're thinking, I don't have an idea of my own. I have to take someone else's. There isn't enough words to say or make up. And so sure, yes, there's abundance for you, the person who created it, but it's a lack of abundance mindset for the person who copied and stole it. So I don't know. I hate, I mean, kind of when we went back to um, toxic positivity, I think that just kind of goes along the lines of, you can't just wash over everything with like, this is abundance. And I do believe in consequences. You know, there are, we all make choices. I believe in freedom of choice. I believe even, I believe people are allowed to do the worst things in the world. However, there are always consequences to every single choice and action. So while I would love to say nobody should be allowed to shoot someone, well, they are allowed to. They can make that choice. They also can deal with the consequences of going to jail or being murdered themselves or getting the death penalty, right? So I believe so much in freedom, even if it means taking away, like even if it means doing things that aren't right, but I also believe there's consequences. And so while I believe in abundance, I believe in abundance and I believe they have the right to plagiarize as well. They also have the right to yeah, call out. consequences. Yeah. And I think there should be consequences. We shouldn't just ignore it and just let it go because that's, and this is just going down a, another path, but that's kind of like saying, well, people can just, you know, break all the rules and just let them. It's fine. Like we can speed and go 80 miles an hour in a school zone. Like it's fine. There's enough to go around. There's enough kids to fly, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's a shitty example, but I think it's, it's one of those things where why are we glossing over one thing and then others we get so up in arms about? Now, I'm not saying we need to get so up in arms, but we do need to call it out and we do need to set standards. If there's no standards, then what are we, what are we doing? You know, then everybody, there's going to be like three or four people doing the work and everyone else is just snatching it. And that's not fun. Part of And also just fucking lazy. I mean, like get better. Like to me, you don't deserve to be successful if you don't have your own shit. Yeah. And ultimately, and like you said about being successful, the person who is copying is never going to reach the level of success they want to because they cannot doing it on someone else's because they're always going to have to wait. They're always going to be in second place waiting for 
the next thing to copy. You know, they're not coming up with their own ideas. So they're going to be a step behind and you can't be massively successful, always being a step behind, or you can for a second, but you're going to get found out. Consequences always come around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I definitely think there need to be consequences. I think there's two kind of things happening. There's, there should be consequences, but you personally don't need to get so upset. I think in the past for me, I've gotten so upset by it and I'm like, how come they don't know? And it's like, because I don't fucking know, right? So like we can choose how we respond to it. So for example, maybe you have an assistant or maybe you have even an attorney that can just send a cease and desist. Like there are con- there, the consequences are there or the assistant sends out some sort of template email that you've written and sends it to the person. So you don't personally need to get so emotionally involved in it. That's where I'm at with it is I'm going, there need to be consequences because this shit isn't cool. And in fact, it's lazy. And as a business coach, it's irresponsible for me not to call that shit out. I even, it's funny because it, it sounds like <laughs> super patronizing sometimes, but I will literally like give a whole business lesson to someone who's ripped me off. And I'll say, look, it's fine. Like, you know, whatever. I understand. I said, the content's really good. I get it. I get why you, that's exactly what I put. I said, the content's really good. So I get why you ripped it off. I said, but just so you know, from a business perspective, you're probably not going to be successful if this is your mode of operation. So I will literally say it, like, I'll just get on my high horse and like kind of be patronizing about it. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, that's what we're talking about. But you don't have to, it doesn't even ruin your week. Whereas for me years ago, it would ruin my entire week. And I would be like, I don't, these people, I can't believe someone would do that. Like and cry about it. Now I'm just like, people do it. It is a thing. So us, I go, what's my role in it? Can I have something where Sarah takes care of it? My assistant takes care of it. And then also doing podcasts like this, you know, to me, this podcast, this conversation is a service. It's never happened to me, but I know there are a lot of new entrepreneurs who don't know what the rules are and they are confused about what's copying versus what's not. So we're doing our part in this way. And then when it comes to like direct conversations, you know, I think try to remove the emotion and just be really clinical with it. And the clinical bottom line is that shit doesn't work for success. We don't see like, you know, these big internet marketers copying people. They get called out in a second. You don't see Marie Forleo copying someone else, right? I mean, there was the Jay Shetty thing, which is really interesting. Do you guys know Jay Shetty? You know him, obviously, but like he's a big personal development guy. He actually just came out with a book and there was a lot of uh, people talking about how he had ripped off different quotes of like kind of famous quotes from different authors and different content creators without attributing the stuff to them. But I guess what, he's just big enough that it doesn't matter? Yeah, I never that was really interesting. Up. I watched the video that I think it was Nicole Arbor called him out. And mm-hmm. I was, I remember going, because I know. And she has a big following too. Yeah. And I know his, I know Jay Shetty's wife. And so I sat there and I was just cringing because her evidence provided looked very much like he was ripping people off. And it seems to be that he's untouched. I don't know if he ever came out with some kind of a, I'm going to go scour the internet now. If well, remember, I mean, Brendan Burchard even put a comment on his yes. thing. It was like, Hey, just so you know, this is so-and-so's quote. Yeah. Yeah. He was using a lot of, he's like this inspirational kind of like, you know, personal development guy. And he has a lot of his own ideas. So I don't want to take yeah. that away from him. That's the thing is like, cool. He has a lot of his own ideas and he could certainly be successful without, without, you know, pulling quotes from other people. I don't know why he did that. And at the end of the day, like you do have to attribute at the end, especially if you get called out and maybe he didn't know, right? Maybe he just saw that quote somewhere or whatever and like thought it was his for the taking, who knows? But to your point, I always try and give people the benefit out unless it's like word for word what you yeah. said. So there's two pieces that I have been confused about recently. Well, 
One was recipes. And I actually looked this up because I remember during the Sweaty Betty days, we would do workouts and recipes. And I found that you can't really claim a recipe because there's, you know, maybe there's only a certain way to make chocolate chip cookies or it's like, what are you going to do? Just change the ingredient by a quarter and then say it's yours. So I believe recipes are kind of out of that plagiarism space. However, I think if you found a recipe from a certain influencer and you really liked it and you put your own spin under something, I think it's always great to say say inspired by it. I saw it here first or something. Yep. Um, But if you found it in like a Betty Crocker cookbook from 1950, I mean, you could even say that, Hey, I found this and I made it my own, whatever. Um, But the other one, this was really interesting. It happened to me start doing TikTok in the fall and I haven't since, which now everybody's doing it and I kind of stopped, but in TikTok, there are certain dances or certain kind of, I don't even know what you call them. They're like musical memes that people do and they all kind of copy each other and do their own version of them. So this is as I was watching TikTok for quite a while to try to figure out how do you do it? And I saw, okay, everyone's doing this specific one. So I started doing that and you're basically just copying, but putting your own spin on it. So for instance, like there's this song, it says, walk a mile in my Louboutins and people put weird like little things on their feet to look like high heels. So I put like hot dogs on my heels and walked. And then I did another one with like Twix bars, but there was one that I did and it was a whatever song. And it said something about sleeping is a fast forward to coffee in the morning. And a girl said something like sleeping is fast forward to I don't know, pancakes. So I made mine say coffee. And some people commented underneath and they were tagging her. They're like, you stole this, you stole this. And I honestly was baffled because I thought the whole point of TikTok was stealing it all and making it your own. So I'm still confused on that because it seems like that is the whole thing. Like you'll watch all videos and they're all the same, but people make their own spin on it. So I don't know why that particular one, people were calling me out and tagging the girl. And I saw tons of them just like it. So TikTok, I'm confused by, because I thought that was the whole point, (laughs) is make your own of the thing that they're doing. Like make your own skit out of the framework of the the song. But yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one to me. And I'm still still baffled on that particular, because that's the only one people were tagging me and they were like pissed off about it. I was like, And I think if you get called out, like, let's just say you get called out, like, and you're like, oh, I had no idea. I think obviously if you get called out and you're surprised that you got called out, you obviously didn't copy someone word for word. Like if you copy someone word for word, you know where you got it. But if someone does call you out and they say, hey, like, just so you know, I did this first or, you know, this is like part of my business or whatever. I think it's okay to sit with that. Like, I'd be happy to sit with that and be like, cool. Like, you know, what do you feel? Like, what's threatening about this? Or like, yeah, I can see how you would see that they're similar, you know? So even when I got that cease and desist, I had never even met that person or even heard of that brand before, but I went and looked at it and I was like, oh, I wonder what they're, I wonder what the idea here is. Like, I wonder why there's a threat here. Um, and of course, I you know had an attorney, and we we did our due diligence to make sure that they were not even close to the same. Um, but it was interesting. So I think if you do get called out, if you're calling someone out, I think try to give them the benefit of the doubt, unless it's word for word, then they obviously copied you. But if it's just a similar idea, or like there's no connection between the people, then just assume that like maybe they don't that they didn't know, right? And then like have that conversation, and you can be like me and just try and give a business lesson. <laughs> I would be mortified if I got a DM from Joe Coleman saying, <laughs> saying, well, I'm just, just here to tell you, you're not going to be successful. 
I would die. I would just quit and go get a job at Starbucks. I'd be like, okay. I know. I try not to be a dick, but I'm also just like, just, but it, that's only if it's like word for word. If it's word for yeah. word, I'm like, I have to tell you, sister. Like, yeah. And you know what? You're doing not ever going to get to the level. You're doing it in complete kindness. I mean, you don't have to tell them anything, but I could blast her on social. I would never do yeah. that. That's not my, like, that's not my style. Yeah. And I even say that like, Hey, I just want to like talk to you in person about this. Cause I want to, I'm assuming like you had good intentions. I always said, I assume you have good intentions, but just so you know what the practice is, I assume they maybe don't know, you know, I'm like, okay, like you, if I said something, you can put it in quotes, attribute it to me, tag me, please you know, or put your own spin on it, right? Put your own spin on it. And I even, I've even said that before too, like put your own spin on it. Like, yeah, I'd be happy to sit down with you. You can take me to coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a coffee. What, yeah. What do you think? And this will be the last thing, but what do you think of be, people being put on blast? Cause I personally wouldn't necessarily do it. However, I do want to know because I'm thinking if there's, I don't know, an influencer, somebody that I look up to kind of like the Jay Shetty thing. I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. I'm kind of glad I saw this because it makes me think of the person different and I'm kind of looking at them different. So I wouldn't necessarily be like Nicole Arbor and put someone on blast. However, I'm not sure that I wouldn't for sure. But what do you think about, what do you think about it? Cause do you, don't you feel like you kind of want to know at the same time, even though you're like, it's private? Yeah, matter? you do want to know. I just don't want, I personally, again, it comes down to what experience I want to have in life. Right. So for me getting super upset, if someone plagiarized me, like I don't want to, I I've gone there many times and I don't want to go there personally. So like, I'll figure out a way to like quarantine it and like deal with it in a different way so that I can maintain my like inner peace. So for me calling someone out while I think it's interesting, especially, and there's just something about us humans that like seeing successful people kind of fuck up. Right. Like we kind of like, like a little bit, it's just like this little, like I knew they weren't perfect. Right. It, <laughs> yep. humanized, it humanized the person. Mm-hmm. And then we feel like they're more accessible. Like when I saw about Jay Shetty, I was like, oh, like he's great. And I still like there's there and he has his own great original content and I respect his work and whatever. But like that dude is like a million miles ahead of me. Right. So there's something really like indulgent about seeing Britney Spears shave her head and like bash a car. You know what I mean? There's something about that. So when someone does plagiarize, that you kind of, you know, like they're more successful than you. There's that like shadow side of us, that dark side that kind of likes it. I personally don't want to be a part of it because I just don't want to bring that into my like life, honestly. But so yeah, that's a, a different question to have. But I can tell you that, you know, depending on what happens with the cease and desist, if I have to give up that part of my business, I'm definitely gonna be talking about that shit publicly. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. <laughs> I think there is that piece that we're just like, ooh, I just, yeah. Anyway, there I is. love it. <laughs> like, ooh, that's what we like to see the, I don't know, we, there's part of us that like to see these celebrities kind of fuck up. It's I'm so proud to say that. Like, I don't wish anyone badly, but like, yeah. I don't know, they're human. Just like us, a reminder to take yes. people off pedestals, for it's sure. So However, true. if you are copying, I'm going to be honest with you, shit's fucking lazy. Let's get better. Danny and I, uh, you know, will both be willing to take on you as a client if you really need to get more ideas. We'll help you with and that. more original content. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I really like this. I, we talked about this way longer than I thought we would, but it's good stuff. It so is because there's a lot of different facets. I've actually been thinking about writing a, like a longer kind of meteor post on this, but yeah. So well, anyway, we did our two cents. 
Yep. As soon as you write that post, let me know so I can copy mm -hmm. it and put it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'd be interested if you guys have had this experience, especially because I know we do have a lot of kind of entrepreneurs, content creators in the space. If you have had this experience, be interested in, you know, if you're on either side of it, I think if you kind of get called out and you are someone who copies or copied, it's never fun to, <laughs> to admit that publicly, but you know, maybe even on the other side of it, maybe you've been ripped off and that never feels good. And so what did you do? I'd be interested. How'd you handle it? And then moving forward, kind of what's your policy? But hit us up in the Facebook group at thebestlifepodcast.com. And that's it. That's all I have for you. That's it. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.